Welcome to the Romans 911 Project Podcast, where stepping into the reconnection in the one new man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality. In each episode, join Grant Barry to drill down deeper into this reconnection and alignment message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, the reconnection becomes a power key to open the door to God's end-time plans to help restore the family of God for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation, all of which will lead to the Lord's return. The reconnection message has end-time consequences for us all. Here's Grant. Beloved, last time we met, we spoke about hitting the mark, hitting the bullseye of this restoration, that it's not just about Jewish roots and heritage, not to, to reduce the significance of those things. But if we focus solely on those things, we're missing the heart of the Father in this restoration. And as I mentioned, Yeshua's heart cry in John 17 is that his family would be one. Take a, a, another look at John 17 in this light. And you'll see this beautiful unity. You'll see the one you man uh, that I can point out to you. Verses 6 to 19, who's he praying for if it's not the Jews? And then in 20, now I'm going to pray for those that will believe in me through your message. So he gave the message to Israel and the new Israel, the apostles and the prophets and the many thousands of believers take Yeshua out to the nations and the Gentiles start to believe in him and connect with him and then with Israel and into Israel's covenants and promises. And that is the beautiful one you man that the Lord created at the cross and the resurrection. And then he goes on to talk about the significance of the unity between the two groups. And of course, you can see greater unity in the church in, in Yeshua's heart cry in John 17, of course, without a doubt. But drill down further, and especially now as Israel awakens, they're foundational to this restoration in God's family is the significance of this reconnection in the one you man. And it is the epicenter. It's a spiritual connection. Remember, the Gentiles were not required to follow uh, everything that, that, that the Jewish believers did. There, there was a difference within the context of the one you man. But there was a natural Hebraic identity that was released through the Jewish believers, through Yeshua, to the Gentiles uh, that we know much later on, two or three centuries later, as the church nationalizes, that identity got got damaged, severed, and broken off. And the church goes off with a somewhat of a separate identity, um, forming Christianity almost as a separate religion. But really, Christianity is the true and proper extension of Judaism because Yeshua is the Messiah. He is the one. 
Hallelujah. And so the mark is coming into the fullness of this love and unity, respect for one another, the Gentile church reaching out to the Messianic body, the Messianic body reaching out to the Gentile church, us coming together and working together as one for Israel's salvation and for the gospel to go to the nations, the end time harvest. That's the bullseye here, beloved. The fruit of this is the evangelization and the power of the Holy Spirit coming on that evangelization because we are moving in alignment with the heart of the Father. And he requires love and unity in his house, in his body, in order for the power and the fullness of the power and the glory to be released. And I hope we can truly begin to recognize this. But there are other aspects of this. It's, it's going to require the cross. It's going to require us to cut deeper into our hearts, to humble ourselves, uh, because God's not calling Jews to be like Gentiles and Gentiles to be like Jews. Uh, he's calling us to love and liberty and to honor and respect one another and all of the different groups and races in the family of God. It's going to require a certain type of humility, almost on a, not just a daily basis, but a, a, a lifestyle of humility. In these end times, God is calling his body to be spotless, to have clean hands and a pure heart. And I want to read something to you in Revelations, right towards the end of the relation, uh, Revelation. It, it says in 19.7, For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. It's interesting in this text. I think this scripture puts the onus on us to move into a deeper place of repentance. The bride has made herself ready. Beloved, we know the world's going crazy. Darkness is ever increasing. Deception is out is is beyond. And yet out of the darkness the Lord is calling his body to arise. He's calling his light to shine, and it will require a much deeper place of repentance. Hence these movements of prayer like 10 days, which is a movement of prayer, awakening the dawn, um, and 24-7 um, uh, prayer houses uh, arising all over the earth. David's tent, there's a place for the body to come into a much deeper place of repentance, to walk in greater love, greater humility, greater honesty, integrity, respect, clean hands, and a pure heart, and moving into a place where we are ready and more ready. And I tell you, beloved, it's not just about politics. It's not just about us having the government in the right place. It is about the kingdom of God arising and this is what Abba is beginning to do in his body during these days that we may arise 
that we need to be willing to search our own hearts and re-embrace all different races, embrace our Jewish family as our own, but all different races and creeds. And then to revisit and adjust our theology and our eschatology, which has kept us separate from the fullness of this reconnection. And I've, as I've mentioned before, beloved, if your eschatology, your, your end time perspective does not include this restoration in God's family, the fullness of John 17, love and unity, then it's missing something significant. And I want to encourage you to revisit it um, and begin to search out what the Holy Spirit is saying in these days, just like the Bereans, if you like. And beloved, the Bereans were Jewish believers. They were Jewish people. Paul gave them the message about Yeshua. And then they went back to the scripture. You know, doesn't it say that we should always test the spirit and look into the word? Everything I'm saying to you, I always will challenge you. Go back and 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 test what I'm saying with the with the word of God. But the Bereans were willing to look. They looked back at scripture. And they saw the countless prophecies about Yeshua, that this indeed was a new covenant and it needed a, a fresh perspective, a, a willingness in our eyes and our hearts to be open to the way God was moving. And I tell you, beloved, he's moving now differently. He's beginning to shift the church back to Israel because before the Lord can return, Israel has to awaken. The bride needs to be made complete. And the one new man does not mean one less Jew. The bride is both Jew and Gentile in the one new man. And so before the Lord can come, we must move into this reconciliation. And so there's not just a place to pray for Israel, but a more important place to pray for the church to awaken to this restoration and reconnection to begin to restore this love and unity and to move in to perhaps the greatest battles, the greatest fights ever for the church. Israel's salvation, the last great harvest and the Lord's return, all of which will require our dedication, commitment, and complete engagement. But if you think that the enemy is going to give up easy on this, I would ask you to rethink it. Because there are so many landmines and many challenges that he has put in place to prevent us from moving into the mark. And I'll, I'll demonstrate this, actually. If I was to generalize the church right now that's moving towards Israel, I think you could divide it into two parts. The evangelical body that is wanting to bless Israel um, and helping Israel, but, but will not share the gospel with them. Um, and will have very little to do with the messianic side of family coming it together in love and unity with the with the messianic part of the body um 
then you have the charismatic part of of the body moving towards Jewish roots, discovering some incredible things about Jewish roots and heritage and some insights from the scripture. But where is the restoration? Where is the the uh, uh, love for one another? Where is the the church beginning to connect with the remnant of Israel corporately? Where where is the evangelism and the witness back towards the Jewish people? The enemy has so many obstacles that are in already in place, and a lot of them have to do with our own hearts, our pride to even prevent or hold us back from finding this reconnection. Some of these obstacles are theological, some are emotional, and some are spiritual, even fear. And there are even sibling issues between Jew and Gentile. And the enemy is playing on these things, beloved. And as we focus mainly in Romans 9:11, first we need to expose the way the enemy is using and manipulating us to maintain separation and division so that we can begin to come into a deeper place of repentance and reconcile with one another and work together in love and unity. So again, I want to end this podcast similar to the way that I did with the last one. Are we willing? Beloved, are you willing to take a fresh look? Are you willing, like the Bereans, like the tribe of Issachar, to earnestly look and see God is doing something different in this day that requires our attention and requires modifications and adjustments in our understanding, in the way that we're moving, in the way that we're praying, um, in the way that we're sowing and encouraging. And, um, and um, that is going to lead me into our next podcast, which is going to focus um, uh, on the Jewish branches and our need to help them and to recognize the significance of a healthy remnant, which I believe will establish a greater path to the balance of Israel's salvation. And as we come to the end of this series, I also want to present to you a prophetic picture um, that I think may really help us understand how the Father is looking for his children from the nations to come around his messianic body in the land. So until that time, beloved, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 project, 
please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.